Coming up the show this week, we have our good friend Stephen Sweeney on the podcast. We're going to do a business-themed podcast. In it, we talk about property, dying businesses, pubs, the lockdown, vaccines, cashless society, squatter problems, working with a wife. <laughs> working with a wife. Warren Buffett, <laughs> or Warren Buffet, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein, Ochi Chacha, Bill Gates Toilets, Jeff Bezos, Amazon Prime, Outlander, and Capitalism. So let's go. Let's go. Welcome to episode 24 of the Carbon Copy Covid Curer podcast, which may contain some bad language. It's on Spotify, um, Apple and YouTube. We are a wedding band from Central Scotland on lockdown. My name's Martin, I play guitar in the band. I'm joined by our lead singer, David Swan. How's it going, folks? Long time no see. We've got <laughs> our bass player, Mark Caulfield. Hello there. And our drummer, Neil McDougall. Hello. We've also got a very special guest, a good friend of the band, highly experienced property investor, developer, founder and owner of Rhino Contracts, Sweeney Group, and the Sweeney Apartments in Motherwell. Um, this guest is also a brilliant musician, um, and he's played drums in bands with myself and Mark from the band for many years. Um, so please welcome to the show, entrepreneur extraordinaire, Mr. Stephen Sweeney. <laughs> Dad wrote that intro, was that right mate? Is that is everything technically correct there? Well it's actually, uh, you've downplayed me a wee bit Mark. Oh have I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad I managed to read it. <laughs> you done well Merv, you're the entrepreneur bro. <laughs> I can't say it either, entrepreneur, entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, it's French mate. <laughs> la la. <laughs> this feels a bit strange having somebody quite professional and I mean you're a you're a local hero now, Sweeney really, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. You're like a you're you're like one of I look at you and Martin like the the, the Mitchell brothers in Motherwell. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's a running the whole show now, isn't he really? Yeah. Aye, definitely but he's are doing really mm-hmm. well, mate. It's good to aye, see. Aye, aye. I I mean we've we've, we've cracked on uh kind of 2016 so like I started the business um, like Rhino and, and, and that on 2014 so 2014 ran it for a couple of years and then Martin Martin was a store manager with Tesco so he he kind of ran um, multiple Tesco stores but prior to that he'd a lot of experience in um uh, like restaurants and, and, and things like that. So like Mitchell's and Butler, he, he managed pubs and restaurants. So really kind of corporate background, and then give the opportunity to work. Like <laughs> Martin was really just hating what he was doing, um, and like it's, it's, a, it's a tough gig as, as well. Now that now that what we are doing, it's it's um, 
It's the toughest gig, but but in terms of um, Martin was going through a wee, wee bit of Tesco and he was just like, what am I doing with us? And um, I was kind of stowed out and, as well and I thought, let's just, let's just run at this and, and, and take it. So that's what happened. Um, and then can I fast forward to, to now, um, quite a substantial portfolio under, under our belts in terms of the residential housing and flats and, and whatnot. Um, and that's kind of spiralled into um, commercial residential refurbishments. So, like, we've done an old office block, turned that into five, five flats. They're part of our portfolio, and we rent them out. And then we're building now for housing associations. We've got um, a, a job in, in Mullow, they're now doing, building 13 flats for the ground up. Um, it links with you know invest uh, investment cash overseas down south, uh, um, and, and a number of business partners and backers that that we, we push on and we start to you know we start to build at retail so like um, drive throughs, um, uh, roadside retail so like uh, means a few like co op and, and different things like that so there's it's went <laughs> it's it's went kind of five, six years it's went quite quite mental. <laughs> but you know, it's a it's a lot it's a lot of work. So it's um it's been fun. It's been fun. See for them to like thinking about that, like I'm gonna start my own business. I'm in a job I hate. I'm gonna mm. start my own business and I'm gonna do it. Um, we've we've obviously kind of done that. Well, I, I went full time in the band in December, and then the fucking ten years it's spent trying to get full time, and then coronavirus hit two months later. But see, for them to doing that, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said the big. Well, the biggest advice I would give anybody doing that is like just fucking go and do it. Just that you've you've got the plans and all that in place, but like you when you just said we just decided let's just do this and actually put the heat down and fucking work it some at a goal, no matter how hard that is. The property games are fucking hardest sharkiest game that you can get and for you guys to just go in and you've just excelled at it you can see it through your social media you can see it through all the stuff that you guys are getting pulled in for these awards and was it an award in America or something like that you won oh, as well over Vegas <laughs> if not I mean Vegas and um, I, we won a UK property award as well on top of that so that's not oh. easy, that stuff. And a lot of people maybe just look at that and go, oh, look at them, they're able to post that on their Facebook and stuff like that. They don't realise the fucking work that goes in behind that to actually succeed and get that. So fair play to you, man. It's great to see. It's great to see two boys for the Shire doing it, man. It really is. Because you don't, you don't, you know, and there's not a lot of people that have got the balls to just go like, Mark, like Martin's done and went, right, I'm just fucking wrapping this job ahead and I'm going to go for this. And he's have succeeded, so it's really good. I'll drink to that. I'll drink some of my Aldi port to that. <laughs> How's that for you? Can you get that through the internet? Just fire it through, fire me with a, a wee hop through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the next thing. That's the next thing that's coming, isn't it? Really, that'll be class. And you'll be buying a drink and an Amazon drone will be flying in the room. You might see that, that kind of having a set of balls. That's, that's what a lot of people don't, don't have. Um, but I, I didn't mean it in that way, but it's. No, I know what you mean. Aye, aye. You have to, you have to commit, and it's a whole thing of it burning your, you know, but you know, burn the bridges type thing. So, like, if you if you've got only one route and one way to go, more than likely you you'll make it. You'll make it. So, if you've got Plan B and Plan C and Plan D, um, you'll fall back in that. And I, I kind of, 
Like I started a business, no, I started a business when I was 19, 20, 21. And then, you know, it didn't, it didn't go too well and, and then I went, ended up going back to uni and everything like that. And um, I look at that time and I go, is I wasting my time? But I've, I, I took a wee breather out and then I went back, I went back in. Um, but it's having that, like, if you can, if, if you can look up, you can get up. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, no matter, because it's, got, it's difficult. Um, no matter what you do, no matter what is, uh, anything that's worth it, it's, it's, going so to come, easy. it's going to come with some sacrifice and some, some grit. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, having, having that, see, like, they've done, and, like, we, we, even even with the Rhino contract stuff, so we were saying, right, people were paying our, our wages and we were running into contracts and, and things, like, because we've done housing associations, we've done private boilers, Mark, I think they fit at your boiler. We've done loads of, we've done loads of that sort of stuff, so boilers in people's houses. Then it went to kitchens and bathrooms in people's houses. Then it went into housing associations. So like, a hundred kitchens and one hundred fifty boilers under a contract to deliver that. Um, but that's all paying your wage. And then when we started getting into the property stuff, um, then there was a bit of a, a bar, a, it was almost like a right. You've got you've got this paying your wage, but see the property. The property is really the things. It's like maybe getting a number one hit. Like relating it to music, so right. if, you, if you put in that work and you get that effort and you get in the right song and it pays you out, you know, forevermore. If you get the right property, and you buy it the right way, and you refurb it in the right way, and you get the right tenant in and all that, it's almost like it's then you know it just pays you every month. Yeah, yeah. You have to do all the work at the start. You need to yep. pull all the investment in, put all the sweat and the effort in at the beginning. But when it's yours, it's yours, and it's yep. under a you know, our, our properties are under our, our company's names, num- numerous different companies, um, and they just they create a, a, a wage for us every month, and they'll do that forever. And it's all about kind of legacy thing, like passing that down to our, our family and yeah, and building that and things like the, uh, the houses and the flats and all that. Like the more you go into it, you're doing things now that are that are deemed a bit more sexy. But see your bread and butter. Yeah. See, see the, the £4 rent every month. And we go in and we, we, we you know, us isn't it, we buy properties in good areas, but they're, they're gubbed. But we, we put really good stuff in them, all the kitchens and bathrooms, everything's completely refurbed. All up to the top of the, top of the knowledge, make sure that our tenants are well looked after. You know, if there's any issues or problems, they're getting sorted out straight away. Um, you know, so it's providing good quality, good quality housing and 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 decent areas, um, and but we'll continue to do that no matter what way the business goes. You know, veering off um, to different, um, suppose different markets, um, we'll always keep filling our filling our our, our, our costly resource of properties to be you know flats and. and uh, houses, but yeah. before you went in, before we started, you know, doing that in 2016, we're thinking, how how do you buy that? How do you do that? How do you do that? And uh, we took a wee bit of training, training before we went in, because it's a might as you said, David, it's a minefield. Like, you can you can very early, you can very early fuck it all up, as it Aye. were, and left high and dry. So 
um, we took a decision to really kind of um, get on, you know, get educated a wee bit before we went in and started spending dough. Um, and that, that gave you that gives you the confidence to, to attract investment, and people are attracted to that. That's yep. it well. So, aye, there's a few books in that as well that that are really really have been pivotal in kind of what I'm doing now, the mindset and and all that sort of stuff, particularly in in and around property. Yeah, any recommendations? Then what's the best one? There's a there's a book. I don't know if he's ever heard a boy called Robert Kiyosaki. Don't think so, no. No, no. no. Robert Kiyosaki is a, a, a guy, right, who um, is deeply ingrained in property stuff, but he's, see if you Google him, right, he'll, uh, he'll come up that he's basically one of the biggest inf- kind of influence, influential people when um, they call kind of try to get out of the rat, rat race, freedom of you know, not even necessarily a job to, uh, to fulfill your life style. Choices, do you know what I mean? Say like you guys are doing, you guys are going with a band and stuff that you love and gigging and all of that. Like, but you've got the day job and stuff like that. Like everybody's going to have that day job, but they're going to have that. It's what you really want to do and what pays the bills. You've always got that thing. So yeah. with the property is, is you know, if, if, you, if you master how to buy assets that essentially uh, enable you to cover your wage as it were so if you needed two grand a month for, for example you know that's 10 houses 12 houses and you a couple hundred pound a month forever do you know yeah. what i mean there's that mindset shift for going for i need to go go into a job to earn cash whereas flip it on its head i want to go out i'll buy a cash flowing asset i.e a, a small property it will give me a couple of hundred pound a month after all, you know, all said and done, the mortgage is paid X, Y, Z. And you go, there's 200 pound a month, right? So if I get five of them, that's a thousand pound. Yeah. You get another five, that's two thousand pound. So it's like, when you look at it in that way, we are, now we, we, we started buying them, started buying them, but then that money starts coming in every single month and it covers the wages, it covers the bills, it covers the mortgage, covers the outgoings. Yeah. So that, your mind's freed up to do other other things, and that's stressy pain. You know, pain the man, as it were, is is uh, is taken away in a, in a certain yeah. certain extent. But so that was a guy, the rich dad, poor dad, is the book, and he shot to fame because he went in opera. He wrote a thing about your house is a liability, not an asset. Um, which people think, oh, your house is an asset. It's no anything. The, the distinction is anything that takes money out out your pocket is a liability. Anything that yep. puts money in your pocket is an asset. Yep. So if you've got a if you've got a house, your mortgage your mortgage payment takes money out. So it's no it's not actually an yeah. asset. You might have equity in it, which is a different thing. Yeah. So that's you're having to pay that. You're having to feed that every month. Same same with a car. You know that's a it's a liability. Same way going out and blowing four grand and working a Gucci handbag and a fucking set of shoes, set of sliders, whatever. <laughs> you know, that, but, but what you, if, you, if you put, if you direct your cash into things that are going to make you money, that's what you should be, that's what you should be doing. So he said, aye, a, a, an asset and a liability, your house is not an asset and the, the America went mental. He ended up on Oprah 
and he done an interview an hour long interview with Oprah and then it went kind of wild for that point on and it's a whole kind of I suppose a philosophy about um, how the economy works and everything like that but if you can get things ah, you can go out and do your job and work so like, like you guys are you're, you're going out and doing things that you love in terms of the, the music and everything like that but if you had a bit more backup as well and um, assets coming in then you know it just your life's better if you've got a bit of money in the bank in it I suppose um, yeah, that sounds really interesting eh? so, uh, so but we ended up he, he ran a few different courses and stuff and there was one in the UK and I kind of logged on to it and we ended up but we ended up getting that was a it's an American company uh, the Rich, Rich Dad company um, so we ended up winning the UK uh, we ended up getting inducted into the Hall of Fame in <laughs> <Fairly Vegas. laughs> um, and uh, for that, that company and then we ended up getting a, a, the UK property award as well yeah. so we get the UK version of it and we right. get the international version because of um, what we've done and the time scales that we've done it in Aye, so that that's pretty much yeah, that was to the end it seems like ages ago now, but it was like the end of twenty nineteen in November. We went out there and uh, um it was around about the same time we got the UK one as well. So if you see when you go to something like that, I'm guessing it it's probably a big bunch of property tycoon people and stuff, so did you like do you, is that these types of things do you like make contacts with people and what you think about trying to set up in America and stuff is that well, so, like... there's enough stuff here there's a boy that one of, one of the guys that I met out, out there is you know, he's like um, I think he's got something like five he's got something like 500 apartments or something like that over 40, 40 different blocks so you see how you yeah. here you get multiple you get you get houses, right, but social housing and things like that, will, but they'll buy multi, like flats, blocks of flats. Mm-hmm. But over there it's multi-apartments, uh, multi so it's like big units and stuff like that, 50, 60, 70 kind of houses. Uh, me Mexican guy, um, you'll see him, Javier uh, Honey Honjo, the boy's name is. Um, <laughs> uh, Honey Honjob? Honey, well, hi, honey, 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 these are gone now, but you know, thousands and thousands of thousands of houses and, and, and flats and, and, and property. Um, I suppose the the world's your oyster, really, with property in a sense, because everybody needs a property, don't they? So it's like no matter what happens with as you're saying, Martin, with, with internet and, and everything like that. There's, there's one thing that's for certain is that people people need somewhere to stay, and mm-hmm. um, and. What happens when you look back to you know how cities and towns and that developed? Like it all, it's all quite. If you look back enough and do a bit of reading, it, it's all you know. You don't build a you don't build a block of flats out in the middle of Lanark, fucking next to the coos. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? There's like local planning. Like they'll there'll be certain points where you know the the town expands. Like 
for example, the project that we are doing now for running housing associations in Lanarkshire, we got all the plans for that plot back through to like the 1900s, right? And it's like mad. You can just see how Motherwell developed. Um, and it's all based around about industry and logistics and all of that. Big thing now is like up at the Ravenscraig. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest uh, brownfield site in, uh, in Europe. Uh, what, it is the biggest brownfield site in Europe. In Europe, is it? It's, it's basically mm-hmm. unde- undeveloped land that um, has like, kind of has been. Obviously, the Craig was there, mm-hmm. um, but you'll get greenfield sites, which is like stuff like you know the cows in the fields and the the, the sheep and that are out there, and they'll only release that at certain times to um, if the city's expanded. Um, so all, all the time, everything's expanding in it. So like the East End of Glasgow, that's expanding out. The Commonwealth Games, you know, to, uh, there was a lot of investment into that that area out there. But you know, it's like Times Time Square, for example, in New York. That was in the seventies, and that that was just full of drug addicts, and you wouldn't walk into it, and you would you would get you would get mugged or stabbed. You know, but when 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 money flows into it and development happens, it changes areas, and that's what. You know that's what that's what happens. So you just need to be as a constant um, looking out for for you know what's coming next or what the trends are. I mean, the now obviously the high streets dead in it. So mm-hmm. shops are only coming back, pubs and restaurants are under real real that's pressure, um, and you're going to going to be in a position where you know how do you redevelop that? So that's what all the councils and um, business are, are, are saying like the whole click and collect thing so I read a thing the other day that you know these stores like Primark or whatever are, um, it might be that instead of these as retail they'll use it as storage and people just come to the door and collect it and then you get the whole Amazon thing stuff getting but what do you do like see if you look at Glasgow Town Centre you know Kilmarnock Town Centre Mullow Town Centre Half the shops are, are already shut, and by the end of the year, probably the other half will be, will be shut. I know, and it also, it almost kind of makes it like, it's a bit of a problem, because if you take that away, then you're just basically left with a, just a big area with housing, and that's it. What there is no, you're taking away the sort of... Um, I was going to say the soul of the place, I don't know if that's quite right, but you're taking away the, a lot of the history and a lot of the, the you know, the things that define a town or a city. Mm. If you you know, if that if that disappears, what the pubs and the, the town centres and that, then it's, that will never come back and then it <laughs> takes away any identity for any places. Sorry. <laughs> They're fucking laughing at you, dropping mics and that. I'm sorry, man. It fucking Keen. Sorry, man. My life. I'm telling you, I'm actually texting Keen because his bassist Jack is fucked in it. The one-eyed dog, um, and I'm like, get a bass off, John. What do you want me to do, Keen? I'm recording a podcast. Know what I mean? What do you want me to do? See the day I to go and pick up a shed. I'm just got him on for five minutes, lads. Right? The day I to go and pick up a shed, and I'm like, to him, can you come and give a horn? Seventeen year old, six foot two. What time are you going? At eight o'clock. Too early. I'm like, <laughs> and then this shit, know what I mean? My my jack and my bass is fucked. What do you want me to do? Click my fingers, like you say, Sweeney, send a fucking Amazon drone down to you, the new. Honestly, mate. That's Sorry, lads. Sorry. 
you know, we're all wanting, like you say, Sweeney, the communities that we all come from, we're all sociable people, we all want to go down and see each other every now and again and have a blow and have a drink. And So they pubs that can really still be there and survive and do that and be the centre of the communities and stuff, I'll really survive and thrive, I think. It, like anything in any of this, coming out of this, it's the same as in our you be same in your business. It's right. the same in yours as well. See the bands that just stick it out and are able to keep pumping out content and just keep it going until you can actually get there. Um, I think you'll see the. So you get rid of the kind of a, you know, the the young guys without being stereotypical in our game. But you know, you get loads of young guys joining loads of agencies every year. Like, oh, this is a great way to earn four grand a week. We'll just play. We'll start a wedding band, and they don't realise you need to fucking go and do this and do that and do all the rest of it and do all the dealing with the punters and all the admin and everything. You know, and they guys, the kind of a swamp the market. So I think that's the same in pubs and probably be the same in property. It gets it weeds out the kind of a chaff, and then you're left with the people that have got right. Do you know what? We're strong. We're stable. We can come to the fore, and we'll be the the forerunners for ever. We'll take all of this. It's you know the desperation business that's coming by because there's gonna as soon as you open pubs, you know pubs are going. The ones that can open are gonna be fucking mobbed. Do you know what I mean? For a, a long, long time. So. If they up demand, you just wish you could carbon copy, carbon cut a, a cookie cutter, the carbon copy. If that's a, four bands, man, to, to, to jump into all the, uh, the opportunities here. Because let's face it, you know, weddings and fucking bar mitzvahs, oh, fucking I, whatever else you want to shake your stick at, that's all going to be happening and it's going to be happening, you know. November, December, January, February, March, April, yeah. It should be happening in Earth, I'm being honest with you, Sweeney. I mean, all, this is all varied opinions, but, you know, the vaccine, well, I'm fucking sick of it, but I'm fu- I've followed the science and I've been in agreement with it all. People are no safe. There's a worldwide pandemic. Lock yourself up, stay in the house. And I've followed all the stuff with the science and all read, signed up to all the articles for Financial Times and Guardians, and I've followed all the stuff. And what they were saying right for the start was you've got 18 months of this, right? So prepare yourself. So see if you're in business, prepare yourself for an 18 month period where you're going to be in constant up and down lockdowns and then when they get the vaccine and the vulnerable are vaccinated and people stop dying, that's when you start getting back to business, but now what I'm seeing now is fucking, we've got half our population fucking vaccinated right, so deaths are going to be really low no matter what happens as in fucking, you know, letting people out and no letting people out, but what I'm seeing now is golf posts getting moved for going to get my tinfoil hat on, for social control <laughs> it is, they're moving goalposts for it because what they're saying is, is right, we said about the vaccines and all the vulnerable being vaccinated, but do you know what? Do you know what we might need now? We might need you to test yourself twice a week and we actually might need vaccine passports to let you into places and we might need this and we might need that and see that, that's just no letting go of the laws that you've had control of for the last year. See right now, if I'm of opinion, we should all be sitting in the tavern doing this because yeah. I, I, if I was the Prime Minister, I'd be like, right, everybody that's vulnerable and should die has been protected. See, all you guys don't stay away from each other now. Go and fucking get it because I want you all to fucking get it so that we're all herd immunity as quick as fuck because see all these guys out here that will die, they're all cool, so don't worry about it. So that's the science and that's what I followed all the way through and I was like so that's what's happening. I'll do this and I'll shut my business down and I'll do all that and I'll sit in the house and I'll fucking no day whatever you want me doing. I'll zoom fucking selling games and lose 10 in a row because he's your cunts and then the next thing fucking, yeah it's alright do you know what? Vaccine passports maybe we might not let you out when they're 
vaccinated. We might need everybody vaccinated now. Why do you need everybody? 1% of people die with us. Why do you fucking want everybody vaccinated? Get me out to the pub. So that's a party political broadcast from fucking Swan Fane. <laughs> um, <laughs> it has been used a bit of political football, as it went. Now it's like Her Majesty giving, you know, just extending an hour, week or two, we, you know, we what Boris was doing and, you know, whole what they had, or what she's doing and what he's doing is two different things and she's just this. And, no, it's, 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 a, it's a sore one because, you know, obviously it's a. It's a true thing, do you know what I mean? It is, it is here and it's, it's mad. To, Aye. Yeah, I can remember me and Mark went down to London at the start of March and there was two boys uh, were in Gatwick and there was two boys, this was before the, like, the lockdown kicked off, went a big, big style, and there was uh, two boys white on the side of the plane doing we act antibacterial wipes and masks <laughs> and work and all that, right? Why are we flying? Why are we flying? When it was up in the sky? Fucking hell. And then, ten days later, that was it. I'm sure Martin had it as well. Oh, really? I mean, shared the room. Martin's, not, Martin's what, the biggest grafter ever, right? And he's like, oh man, I just don't feel well at all. I just feel like terrible. Hurt, uh, like, chest, like, really bad. He's like, oh, I need to get him. And he aimed, like, Few days, two or three days, totally forward. And Alana, Martin's wife, was totally forward as well. But I never ever got it, and I'm sure as shit that they had it. Um, Aye. I mean, uh, see, uh, the bottom line is, is nobody can really. I've not heard any answer from if you've protected the one percent of people that die. Why is there any more restrictions? If you've protected the one percent of people that are dying from this virus from a vaccine, and there's been a ninety-five fucking percent take-up in the highest vulnerable groups, why have you got any restrictions? Never mind fucking passports, you cunts. Know what I mean? Get it to fuck. It's it's just suspicious to me, and I, I will always be suspicious of the Tory bastards because they will look for anything that they can get and anything that they can, can control people with, and that's the way it will go. And it seems to be that a lot of countries over the world are. Thanks, yeah, conspiracy stuff. How can somebody construe that this foul thing? No, yeah, like, you know, no, no. Like, I know. The whole, like, see, like chip pen, right? <clears throat> I always talk about that. Totally that right? was a big one, wasn't it? The chimp pin. <laughs> Who's got chimp, to steal my the, chips? The chimp pin disease. I'll tell you what, right? So, chimp pin, so right? So, cash has gone out the door. HMRC can't trace it. Businesses, all that. Yeah. The hiding place, right? So, <clears throat> the banking system, all that one, you chip and pin, everything. No chip and pin, like, use your card. So, Aye. small transactions, it's now £15, it's up to £30, up to £40. That will no reverse, right? So Aye, yeah. using cash anymore, you'll be it. You'll get it when the gone are the days of somebody walking up with a bag of sand and you know and, and readies and, and saying, "There we go, boys," or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Aye. The days are numbered. If I've no, you know, gone mm-hmm. because it's, they're already starting to go in there. Really, Aye. I've actually went to the bank once in a year, Aye. maybe twice, maybe one one or two times in the whole pandemic. I went and get picked up cash. I don't know if yours are the same, but I, uh, I'm happy to let it go. I don't need. I'm done with it. My point in that is right. Is it? They know every transaction that's happening. So you, you know, they know where you shop. All the data is there. They know what you've paid in tax, what you're doing tax. You, you know, there, there's no ambiguity. See, if every single transaction is 
is recorded. Aye. Ambiguity about that. That's, that beats the system, but it also drives up the price of everything. So yeah. it's going to be a pound. So, for example, right, we don't do it anymore, but when we've done uh, stuff for how, like pers- you know, personal jobs, residential stuff, people wanted to pay the card, but we get charged, call it 2.5% of, you know, for us to have a card machine and that transaction to go through. Every time you pay for something by card, uh, yeah. the, 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 the shop will the, sh- the shop get charged and therefore that f- that goes back so they need to bump your prices up so who's paying that? You. Yeah. It's the yeah. same with Just Eat. Aye. And all of that. You, you phone your Just Eat, go to the camera and hang's 12 quid but if you date through Just Eat it's £16. Yeah. yeah. But, because Just Eat's the app and it's easy and you stores yeah. your... Well you need, you need to pay a delivery driver on that as well. Of course, I suppose. Um, Sweeney's got a point. It's, it's right. It's, it's auditable. It's all auditable. So they're trying to just say, right, I want everything to be auditable. Um, and I think mm-hmm. we'll end up at that point very, very soon where everything's just There's no just doubt. We're, we're pretty much there. We're, we're, uh, there's no doubt if we're not there, then we're going to be there. The argument that I don't like about this is when they say, um, right, well, Obviously, taking away money, that means you know people won't be able to beg in the street and be homeless. Surely the answer to that is don't fucking have homeless people begging in the street <laughs> and exactly. actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> come up with a, a solution to that, do you know what yeah. I mean? But I, I think know. there probably is something in the... We start, why should somebody need to pay for the, the transactions? I suppose, ultimately, there'll be a company banks somewhere. Are cunts, but banks are cunts, but it should be free at a point of use. If, if, if we're going to say there's going to be no money, which we're saying there is, then it should be free at the point of use of no money, if that makes sense. There shouldn't be a charge. The government should be arranging it as being free instead of a private company coming in and taking a percent in each um, swipe. Do you know what I mean? Which, as you say, goes back to the customers. Uh, you're right, man. It should be fucking... You, you worked in the banks as well with me HSBC and that see now see now that the base rates and you know, we worked in the DFS side and the retention side the selling side that you see how the ins and outs of this work so see when, the, when we worked in HSBC and you're selling a loan back in the day it's 5-7% whatever it is maybe some of them are 14% but see now that the since 2008 and we've been at the you know base rate of 0.25 for what fucking five years or something like that so banks are not getting any money through interest this is why you start to see this shit this is why you start to see you need to pay for every transaction make it a cashless society banks control all that so that's where you start to see the legislation coming through in parliament and they start to up the, the chip and pin amounts and it's just slowly slowly catch a monkey and then you get to a point where you're paying for every transaction in a business bank account you're paying for every t- we, well we do our payments through our website with Stripe and they take 2.5% so every single company takes a cut of that as well but at the end of the day it's the banks that make the rules and they get the legislation legislation through to the government to make that happen know what I mean it's fucking it's a rig everyone's a rig you see payment systems but that's different that, the, the payment system see like Visa MasterCard all that sort of thing even PayPal like that that's a different that's what with that sits out with the banking system. That's like people that, that it's a it's a payment system that is kind of an automatic. Aye. So it uh, should exist they, within they it, though. Your, your payment but the bank, yeah. but the bank are still taking a dividend off that fucking payment system or that payment company because they need to bank with somebody. Well, the so government they, should be running it. That's what I'm saying. It should be if you're going to say it's cash was it's, it's free to have cash in a sense. If you once you get your cash, it's free. So it should be free to use your cash. 
when it's when it isn't cash, if that makes sense. Why? So if somebody's making money on it, then that needs that that isn't right somewhere. Mm. I'll never that'll, that'll continue, yeah, obviously, like the rest of it. it but it's, I suppose it's it the best. Should be controlled. It's the best. Uh, it's the best system that, that the world's come up with so far. Is is a capitalist society? Do you know what I mean? I know, I know it doesn't sound like that that, that great, but it's, when you look at like um, what what's happened in terms of like if you do want to kind of push it, push on, um, like be rewarded and stuff like that for 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 what you're for what you're doing. It's it's kind of the best system that's that that's kicked about um, to this this point. Do you know what I mean? Aye, and all systems come to an end, don't they? You know uh, I, mean? I think capitalism is the best system for some stuff, but I don't think it's the best system for every aspect of life. I thought I think we were talking about cash as a system. Uh, I thought we were talking about cash, no capitalism, because cash... We're going to deep, deep south. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, man. <laughs> no, social. How did we get for vaccines to bank, bank England base rates? Oh, Neil, Neil, what's your thoughts on this shit? Also, Neil, Neil where's your fucking beard? Uh, I, Neil, where's your fucking beard? Somebody stole your beard, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I had this off last time, no, no, no. Did this, you? practice, no. Aye. Just because everybody else in here's got a beard, I suppose. That's, uh, 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 we've got shit to hide, mate. We've all got shit. I've got three chins to hide behind this fucking thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Since you've come on, Sweeney, and it's a business, you're obviously in business, a very successful business, we thought we'd do a... Business team, we're trying to do a, th- Many a theme things for we each. Say <laughs> <laughs> Let's get um, the point across. <laughs> so the question is, um, if you weren't in your current business, what <laughs> business <laughs> would you be in? <laughs> <laughs> That's better. I like that. That's good. <laughs> uh, so Sweeney, if you, if you weren't in your current business, what would you be in? To be honest with you, uh, like we played in bands, didn't we? We have Mark for for donkeys, and, and that was one thing that I wanted to really push it and try and push through and make some do it. Um, and obviously, we didn't quite get there on it. And the next thing was always um, like pro- it was always I started a business when I was younger, so it was always a kind of on, on, entrepreneurial kind of. With that pub and with the the morning company, um, and it was always it's always going to be something that I was my own boss. So like, and, and then property like I bump you know the, the bridges are, are we aren't truly bumped in terms of what we are now on on this mission. To really, we've got big big goals in terms of what we want to do, where we want to be in the next five ten years. So like. I, I suppose an answer to that question is that I I I wouldn't see myself. It would be some 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 form of property related company or business, um, because there's that, that there's that many. There, nothing really else would, would would float the boat at this point, um, and and that and that's it. Did you set out to do what property after your? Wait, if, did you say you you had other businesses previously and? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you maybe tried a different avenue and stuff. Did you have a queer idea of like, okay, 
is everything worked out the way you planned it, or is it? Do you think there's in these types of things there's a bit of see how it goes involved in it? Well, the the whole thing about the the property stuff in terms of buying, like I was saying before, buying property that will, that will feed you money every month. It's like a, 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 an asset that will feed you cash every month, and then look. It's a case of gathering them up as much as you possibly can. So we we, we done that and we tried that, and then it kind of no, uh, we will continue to buy the smaller properties. But then you go into once you're in it, it's like you're going. Well, what can we go into next? What what can we buy now? What avenue should we go down? So we're now developing things out. And when I really really started reading the books and stuff like that back in 2014 2015, it was property development. That's where it was, and then whatever. Whatever route that took us, and um, that's where that's where it would go. That's where another thing as well. Like I'm, I don't know if any of you boys like uh, read any like autobiographies and things like that. And, and I do, man. I I I've got Audible, and I just fucking it's constant. Um, from holiday or whatever, I'll, I'll have hardback books and stuff like that. But um, a lot of business business books and, and uh, autobiographies and a lot of the a lot of the, the true wealth creation stuff is these guys have came through um, through assets through, through, through cash at, uh, through property based assets in terms of you know that's where they've either pulled money you know and, and took a loan out against the properties to, to, to um, push their business or because it's no easy, like the barriers to entry on building something out um, and developing something and putting a business in that and there they operate, it's, it's a lot of work um, and you need to pull a lot of strings together to make it work. You need to, you know, you need to, you need to have the, kind of, the strategy in place, the investment in place that backs that, you need to have the team that you know, develop these things out, um, you need to have the, the cojones to, to try and do all that and pull all that together. So it's no, it's no easy feat. Um, but no. uh, you know, with with, with development, um, you know that that's that's definitely something that we would uh, we've we've always uh, kind of been looking looking at. You know, where it'll be in five years' time. Because he spoke to us in 2015, 2016, saying, "Right, where do you think you guys will be, and what we've achieved now?" It's, it's good to look back, back on, but there's, I mean, it's just it's just the start, I suppose, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's the way you look at it, mate, I definitely. My brother's in property, he deals in a lot, it's much the same as what you guys are doing, works right. with uh, Paul McFadden, I don't know if you know the boys, but um, he's in, he's big into it like yourself, and all, see, what, what would you, this isn't my question, by the way, but just on the back of that, what would you say to a simpleton like myself, because even you're on here talking about property, and I hear my brother Richard talking about property, all I hear is, is you need to go and get this loan, and you've, you might have a tenant for hell, you've got this work today in the house, and you, you know, and you're stuck into this for 25 years, all these alarm bells kind of go off, and the, the people that, like myself, that don't know fuck all about it, so how do you, I suppose you would have had the alarm bells before you went into the property, so how do you subside those, how do you go, right, okay, there is those kind of risks that are there, but, you know, how do you get out of that mindset of, oh, it just sounds like too much fucking work, that, do you know what I mean? Like, see, well, everybody needs to work, don't they? Aye. You need to be doing something. 
or you'd, you'd go stir crazy or you'd go fucking mental. So if you think in 10 years, the next 10 years, you're going to have to work at something. So why, why work at something that you're never going to, or you don't enjoy, <coughs> or you're, you're never going to get paid, you're just going to get paid a wage. You guys are doing it with the band, you're building a brand, <coughs> you're building something up that there comes a point there, obviously COVID, no, it's fucking a disaster for, for everybody, but um, there'll be a point where you will not do any marketing whatsoever, and then it will come, you know, be, be folk working, jump your door, a time, you know, like your, your, your marketing and your, your, your branding and your, the fact, you know, phenomenal band out there doing all that, like, but that's what you want today, and that's the, the, the stuff that you want to, to get involved in. I think you're right there, by the way, that, that, that's a valid point, Sweeney, because the work, well, if we look at our business for a 10-year kind of a portfolio perspective, five, the first five years is just fucking graft and slogging and flying pint tumblers and all the kind of pubs and playing for 40 quid a night, and then you get into the middle section where you start to be, people know that you're decent and you can put on a good show and have a good party, and you start to get paid a wee bit better for it, and yeah. they tell their pals about it, and they tell their pals, and then you get into maybe the last three years maybe, maybe the boys will disagree with me, but the last three years where you don't need to be out going, hi we're here, we're here people know you're here, and people come you see that that graft part like you say, val- that's valid mate so yeah. if that's the same in the property game then aye, that's that's a valid answer to me well, I'm just a lazy cunt just, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a hang, it's a hang with like you're going, it's going to be difficult, it's anything that you do is going to be difficult, things are more difficult than others so why don't you you try and do something that you really, really enjoy and you want. Now, I don't, like, see see the stuff that we're doing now? It's, you know, big, big, there's, there's issues, there's problems, there's fucking a million and one things that could go wrong, there's a million and one things that could be right, there's stress and strain at all points, there's fucking dealing with everything, you know, constant, every day, it's on your mind all the time. Yeah. But I know, I know there's, there's there comes, you know, with that, all that franticness, there, there yeah. comes a bit of calm. And then yeah. I look back and you go, right, okay, or, or you're in that situation, we're dealing with housing associations now, we're dealing with investors now, that, you know, we've put ourselves out there, these guys believe in us, yeah. we're, we're, out, we're in, we've got a commercial, you know, commercial agents and retainers and things like that that are searching for pots of land and, and whatever else, like, like that, there's there's a lot of uncertainty, and there's a lot of you need belief, you need yeah. proper fucking belief. Aye, aye. You, you, you don't don't look you know don't look don't look down don't look sideways aye and don't look up look aye. forward yeah look the plan stick to your yeah. plan yeah and and work it but aye. if you're in a job you're doing all that taking all that shite you don't want you don't want to do it why do that you're fucking uh-huh. You're only here the once, do you know what I mean? My big Absolutely. Job, I always say is just life's, life's not a dress rehearsal, so go for it. Um, and fucking, you know, go go for gold, because what what else what else is going to really make you, make you tick, make you happy? You want to look back and go, right, I've made a go. We made a real goal, we made a success of this, we made fun when we were doing it, I made fucking all the shit of the day, but we've, we've made it happen. Um, Aye, absolutely. Um, Good advice, mate. Can you turn a light on? 
I can hardly see you. Fuck's sake, Spanko, that was a bit creepy, man. Here, mate, can you turn all you want? I can't quite get to the tickle a bit here. Up here. Uh, Actually, I should be a bit better, man. I'm going to put a full belt in on. No, you're alright there, I think. Well, try it. Spanko likes his lights. Neil, you look as if you've got nappy rash on your face. You've been out in the sun. Uh, no, I, I don't know what it is. I've been trying to play with the lights in here because I get kind of three separate ones. But it, is it, it really, the lights that are doing that? To you? It really tries to get up the. Well, to be fair, I've had so much like shite over my face. Not actual shite, but like, <laughs> like cement, uh, <laughs> dust, uh, you name it. Whatever we're working on. So I probably, you, mate. you're looking well. I probably got well. probably got some chemical burns or some kind. Of <laughs> <laughs> Some body out of Batman. <laughs> Steve, I can see you now, Stephen. Yes. It's also probably the alcohol as well, to be fair. I'm pretty yes, good. yes, I totally agree with that. Sweeney, I like that. Cut that at the end of that, that positive point. I, I really like that because it's like fucking go for it. Don't look anywhere. Else. And I, by the way, can I just say, always get back to this kind of thing, but see guys that are coming for the Shire and doing it and trying to do it themselves and trying to fucking push aside, they've got that drive and that commitment to that. Like you guys have, you've came for, you know, the scheme and all the rest of it and, we've, you know, and coming out and going, right, do you know what, we're going to fucking go and do this. And not being able to look back and sideways, it takes a lot of fucking buzz, man. At that point where you're like, ah, this isn't working. Because everybody gets in business, no matter what side they're business you're in you always get that point you go is this worth it is all that shit worth it is all that and you're weighing it all up on that but be able to go do you know what no I don't want to be fucking getting paid 250 quid a week half this person to work 8 hours a fucking day when I know I've got more inside me to be able to go and earn fucking 20 times that for myself which is a, a great message for anybody out there man I really like that Sweeney it's decent I'm going to drink to that one I know mate <laughs> cheers <laughs> Eat that Amazon, Amazon drone here again, man. <laughs> <laughs> there will come a time soon, my friend. There will come a time soon when we can share one of these. No, definitely. But I, no, that's a, like, what, what else should, would you be doing? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, I, I like that. You need to work to, you know, to, to, to pay bills and whatever else. But you're on the same boat as us. You've been out and oh, we're going to make a proper band, we're going to make a proper success of that. And and he's are doing it. Um, it's just it's no different from what what we are doing with with the property. Um, yeah. Because I like I it's difficult. There's tough times, but the rewards. Going that funny a boss. Do you know what I mean? Aye, I absolutely. Man. Deadlines for this, that, and the next thing, and you fucking you know, what you here, here. like punching numbers on a computer or whatever it may be. But you you you, you know you need to. You need to do it, you need to then be diligent, you need to be fucking driven, self-focused self and, um, and all of that, and be, uh, you got up, got up early, go to bed, what is it? Um, what's Big Arnold say? Big Arnold, so it's now, nigga. Um, la, la, uh, first in, last out, kind of thing. Hell to bed, hell to rise, work like hell and advertise. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, <laughs> but he like he he's got a mad story as well. He's like, he was a mad bricky and all that, wasn't he? And then he pulled all the, the 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 protein gear, and he was a millionaire before he was a bloody movie star. No, I mean, this is right. it, man. Fucking stuck at it. No, I mean, stuck at it. 
Look at Spanko. Spanko came for the hard streets of Kernisty. We, we got him as an immigrant. He came in as an immigrant, right? And we took him under our wing. And look at him now, man. He's living right outside Parkhead. He's got fucking... He's got designer dugs, designer fridges. Designer dugs. <laughs> Cunt's living the dream, man. Cunt's living the dream. Know what I mean? And you, son? You've got an emo haircut and everything now. And Get a haircut tomorrow. Can I wait? Oh, Where are you going? Off. Uh, Jukes Barbers or something like that. How much? How much? 15 quid or something. You're a liar. You've never spent My, my question if you had like a whole client walk through the, the whole thing I wondered if you ever had like a, a squatter in the house that decided to try his luck you know the, the movies all the time you know where they're, they're, they're living there and you're like wait a minute you shouldn't be living here or you get or I did have a like, on that right it wasn't it was somebody we rented the property for, uh, uh, sorry rented our property um, and when Covid came so the government basically said that you can't get a vic- you can't evict him right regardless which is fine, everybody's in this, this, this terrible situation. Um, but as soon as that happened, the boy went and just stopped paying his rent, right? Fuck's and the other stage, he went, what's, like, try to phone him and all that sort of stuff. See, we were talking about problem tenants, he ended up the door, the door getting kicked in. Uh, he owed somebody money or whatever like that, and it's just a brand new flat that he'd renovated. And uh, so the boy wasn't paying the rent. Next minute, something. Something happened, it was the same letting agent that let, let, that let his brother. Something happened in that other house, and then our house got done. Um, front door kicked in, fucking all the, all the carry on in the day, but it got all repaired, and then he went back in, and he just stayed in there. And uh, we, obviously, we are, help, we are you know, helpless to do anything, but he just he stayed in there. But we only get, we, he went he went his own accord, because we ended up, you can't get, you can't get, um, you can't like formally evict him, so he, he, legally there's a a process you need to go through to do that, um, which you couldn't do. You still can't do it. Um, but you can't formally evict him, but we can North Mullable evict him. I'm through my mind. Don't, don't um, then get, get, me, get me started on that. But the, the issue is, is that we are registered landlords, so we haven't never above board. So, like, we basically, we, we are with me and Martin are registered with all the councils that we got properties in. And then, Do you need to play the game, really? Oh, you buy to play the game, don't you? You go, fucking right, cool. But uh, there's, there's fun and games out there, man, to be, to be fair. Um, mm. And I, it's, a, it's, a loss, it's a loss for us on that property, but, you know, we've, we've done it in the right way. We, I mean, you could see if we, technically, if we've been doing there and rattled his door, we could get to jail. Aye. That's how, you know, aye. that's how, you know, kind of... Because the laws with the corona stuff, that you'll be a pushy landlord kind of thing, they can aye. turn that run on you. Aye. 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 That's a fucking dodgy one, that. A more serious serious question would be, uh, what's, what What does a tycoon mean And are you a tycoon? <laughs> <laughs> it's not 
Rachel Branson. It's Swedish for the show. I just, I just read and anyone in business is like, oh, this tycoon. Did a, some, it just sounds like something of the Looney Tunes, and I just thought, uh, obviously, I always thought a tycoon was maybe a cousin of a raccoon. <laughs> it's a tea bag, isn't it? It's a big storm. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I'm going to change my question for you. So when you see, because you said that Don was shouting in earlier on, I know Don takes a big bit to do with the business and really has a lot of involvement with you guys, does all the social media stuff. Would you say that having a good woman behind you backs that shit right up and you're able to Definitely keep going not. through the dark times and all that? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> Get her in here! Get her in here! <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I just need to come back in case you heard me this morning. She'd battle you, man. No, Don's come on. Don, Don's now kind of... What she's usually doing is working um, with like the... She's between apartments and rooms, so the, the, the hotel that we've, that we've got, um, she's doing kind of a lot of the social media stuff, but she's also doing a lot of the kind of day-to-day stuff. On, on a kind of three day a week basis, that that was picked up really by, by Martin um, previously, and then we've got the portfolio stuff, which is there's a lot of kind of ad, admin um, things. And then we've got a we've got another company that's it's a property sourcing business um, that Jillian uh, McCluskey works with us. So that's like going out um, and and we work with investors that want to invest in property in the UK. And we marry up good properties with them, and um, Don's a part of that, so it's kind of multifaceted. But she obviously Don worked with um, really kind of high power job in that before we had uh, before we had the wee boy, and then she's kind of now probably about a year ago started working um, kind of three days a week uh, with, with us. Um, but I, no, it's it's invaluable. Um, but there's a lot of stuff. I mean, you you know yourselves running multiple businesses, so there's there's horses for courses, as it were, in terms of like everybody's got their their set thing that they need to do and um, to to make it all work and make it make it operate and run. Because um, it's always one thing building all these sort of things up, but then it's managing them out. You know, what I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I suppose probably my strengths getting out there and getting you know getting investment in and getting. Um, Getting deals going and all that sort of stuff. Martin's very operational. So yeah. He used to a supermarket. Do you know yeah. what? Aye, aye, that, yeah. That's no my. That's no my strength. You that know? sounds like a good mix, though, Stephen. That sounds yeah. like a really good mix, that man. That you and you need that shit. Like, see if you've got that diversity in the two partners like that. That's fucking. You're, you're halfway there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's really good. It's good to hear. Trust each other implicitly. And, Aye, everybody, you know, Bethes make mistakes, Bethes are they the same mindset, so we go, that's the goal, that's fucking it, you know, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no ifs and buts and maybes, that's it, no matter how difficult it, it is to achieve it. We get there, <laughs> aye, mm. we get there, aye, aye. The day's going to come, aye, but we're going to have good times, we're going to have bad times, we just need to, we just need to push on and, and, and realise it, and a lot of people stop. If you, you know, you've seen, you said, David, earlier on, 
there's that uh, it's a great picture of the boy the wee boy with the axe and that and it's got the whole you know there's a story it kicks about like a seam there's like a seam of diamonds almost isn't it and basically he, he spends fucking call it a hundred grand you know back in the 1900s call it a hundred grand trying to dig for all this fucking all these this seam of diamonds and whatever else and he's literally about two metres apart but he gives it, he gives it in and then the other boy comes in and fucking two metres down the line he hits Gets it. it and then you've got there's that there's, there's a wee diagram that kicks up Facebook and social media and that but it's that literally keep going hammering Chapman 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 away because it will come do you know what I mean? Aye, it'll, absolutely, it'll, mate. Aye. You can't no come, do you know what I mean? Like, no, that's it. If you aim for that, son. People and all that shit. Aye, aye. <clears throat> love that, man. That's dead yeah. positive shit, Sweeney. I love it. Brilliant, mate. Fucking aye. brilliant. But, but a, big, a, big, a big portion of it's all mind, it's mindset stuff. Huge mindset. Uh, do you read? Do you read? You were mentioning that you read a lot of mindset stuff. Do you do the Wim Hof stuff and all that? Because I, I, I mean, I do a wee bit of shit like that. Probably well, the extent of mine is like Blind Boy podcast. You put a thing up about Gary Vaynerchuk or something like that. Gary oh. Vayner, uh, Vaynerchuk. Vaynerchuk. Gary, Gary V. Who's that? Gary V. Oh, Gary V. Oh, uh, Big Gary. Gary Vaynerchuk. He's like a... He's with Carlos as well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's like a New York... Po- Polish guy from New York. You, you've fucking seen him probably on, on Facebook at some point, but he's like a... kind of modern-day business mogul guy, but he's really, really, really active on social media and stuff like that. Like, super active. So who posted them all about that. I put that on the sheet. I put that on oh, the sheet. Sorry, right, oh, right. oh, sorry, right. Oh, sorry. I see that now. I think there's been on social media, right? And, there, and there's, there's been on social media to, because as big MSs work like hell and advertise, right? Yeah. If nobody knows who you are, you're obscure and you're in obscurity and nobody knows what you do, who you stand for and what you got up to and that, then you're going to find it difficult um, no matter how good your product or whatever it is. But then you get the other side it where you've got top folk talking absolute fucking nonsense on it and aye. just it's like aye how do you find that reality in there it, aye but it's like the, the next you know you see it all the time and stuff and you'll see it with the young bands or whatever and everybody starts somewhere and all of that but you know like fucking I've done this, I've done that, blah, 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 and it's all, it's all just a lot of shit, or I've tried to say or something like that, or whatever, like, Aye. I know, I was very apprehensive about going on a course with the property stuff, because there was that much shit kicking about, and Aye. and then I ended up phoning the rich dad fucking company in America, and saying, is this your course, you know, before I committed anything to it, um, so it's a, it's a fine line, I think, if you're out there, and people know what you're doing, um, but it's definitely like you need to be on it and you need to be pushing it. And um, we read uh, a good few news articles and stuff like that, you know, talk owners and, and things, and that will probably be more coming out over the, over the coming months as well. But um, <laughs> I definitely see it where like you get folk that will be every single day, there'll be something going up and blah blah blah. And you're thinking, how? I know how busy I am. How? Look, how have you got time to just fucking sit and, you know, talk about the fact that you've had a coffee and you've taken a photo of the coffee and cost the coffee, do you know what I mean? 
there's a yeah. lot of fur coat and no knickers in there and a lot of businesses nowadays there's a lot of that mm-hmm. and being able to see through that takes a lot of you know well knowledge and experience and being able to go right uh, that's a bunch of pish I'm going to focus in on this thing here right. yeah. that's good yeah. mate oh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome along to Bangor Saint. This is David Swan here. We're going to ask Stephen Swain, the tycoon mogul of the property world. <laughs> Stephen, Bangor Saint, Warren... Warren Buff- Buffy? Buffett. 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 <laughs> it is actually Buffett. Buffy. It's Warren not Warren Buffy. Buffy. No. Hey, can we have a Warren Buffy over here, please? We don't like any of the cold Buffies, but we have a Warren Buffy, please. <laughs> so Warren Buffett, Stephen Sweeney. Saint reason being, uh, obviously one of the... Uh, best kind of investors, like he's 90 or something like that now, but one of the best investors. Same age as Tam. Same age as I, same age as uh, Mer's beard. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it started off um, kind of like, I mean, he got a, a few a few hundred grand investment in, uh, I don't even know what, what the latest thing is. He looks like one of the two Ronnies. What is it? How, how many billion? Um, 220 I think is it half of these he's company um, but like they, they've you know he, he looks at companies and he, he looks for very particular things um, and then invests in them he did make an arse investing in Tesco uh, lost a lot of money in that but like Coca-Cola all, all these big big um, brands uh, he's he's identified with their key he strengths and backed them um, and backed a few big, big horses. Stayed away from technology and never, never went near any of the, you know, IBMs and the Dells and the fucking Microsoft. Silicon Valley. Did, didn't, they under, didn't they understand it? Didn't they want to understand it? Um, but a serious, you know, sits in his office and um, uh, and, and makes these big plays with, with other people's dough. Um, but one of the richest companies into it in the, in, in the planet. He sounds very like Jeffrey Epstein the way you're describing him there. <laughs> he is. So it does. I mean, I was, <laughs> apart for the apart for the paedophile part, <laughs> but like, the way you're describing him, that's what I can't. Nobody knows where he got his money for. You know what I mean? No, he, your man's ain't your man's. Uh, Warren's got a got a bit of traceability, man. That, see that you mentioned that boy, that Jeffrey Epstein man. Me and Don watched that, and I'm like, what? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. No man. Who was it? The boy. Uh, was it the boy who owned Victoria's Secret? Was it? Aye, aye, aye. Eighty-five-year-old guy that owned Victoria's Secret gave what? him all his billions, and then nobody knows why they gave him all this. But he bought the islands and all that. Well, obviously we all know now because obviously he was the old gen was into fiddling kids, what? and he got his money, got billions of them. But the boy yeah. at Victoria Secrets, no. I, mean. I just couldn't believe it at all. I just couldn't believe it. Quite yeah. an eye opener. But these boys that have got all this money, I'm reading this Warren Buffet the now. Quite like <laughs> this Warren Buffet, but. He's $85.6 billion quid net worth. He's a philanthropist, a chairman of CEO of Berkshire Hathaway. What's that? Berkshire Hathaway is a company. He's a company. 
but what he's done, see with him, so one of the big, big things that he's done is, um, see, you're saying philanthropic, he, him uh, and Bill Gates, uh, basically, they've clubbed, um, it's something like they're all going to give 90% of their wealth away or something like that, some mad number. To charity? Uh, well, but it's like, talking like, uh, like, Bill Gates was trying to errad- eradicate polio, so they literally got it down to a, a, a wee region in Africa. They she go against the Matt Peppermint sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, me! I was shite. That's the best joke this whole keep, fucking podcast. I'm down, they're giving all their wealth away. Um, I think he's going to leave his wings with a couple of million quid, but... God love them. God love them. How are they going to survive with that? Eh? God love their poor fucking wings on the street with that couple of million quid in their back happy wee wankers. He looks like one of the, the two Ronnies has ate too many pies. He plays a... He plays a mad guitar, man. He plays a... Does he? Aye. A wee banjo thing. I can't, I can't remember. A ukulele. Is oh, it? Does, does he play that? Aye. I know he's got a relatively modest house for a billionaire, I believe, as well. He drives a boot in a truck and that, doesn't yeah. he? Goes in for you know, deals. Go, go on YouTube and... I'm on a menu, I'm on a menu, I'm on his Wikipedia. He actually looks like somebody that would be doing the Uga Shack at um, St. Bernadette's. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that, I know? It definitely that's a, did. That's a fucking inside joke, eh? <laughs> Nobody will get that. Nah. <laughs> I can't stop this. Every time your dad sings that, I go into that chorus outside because you're playing and I'm not. And every time Jim starts singing that, Uga, it sounds like that. Uga shaka, Uga, Uga. Oh, yeah. I can't stop this feeling. <laughs> but it's not that. Know how your dad does that mad dance and all that? That's and singing in the rain? Uh, uh, That's what I think he, every single time you play that man. Ooga shaka, ooga, ooga, ooga shaka. Neil, you've yet to experience this. You're sitting there looking at me as if I'm talking shit. This is the reality of your life now, mate. You're going to be playing St. Bernadette's in January while Stephen's dad goes up and sings as the ooga. What's it called, actually, the name of the song? Gotcha. So I get it. Is it Ooga Catcher? Uchi Chacha. Uchi Chacha. The Uchi Chacha. You're not part, part, part of that, but the primary school and that, fuck's sake, man. That's I know, I'm not, I'm faking, look, know what I mean? I'm one of the scumbags <laughs> for South Lanarkshire, I don't know any of this North Lanarkshire stuff. <laughs> anyway, uh, Spanko Warren, Buffy, you banger or saint? He seems like a, a, a good guy for a billionaire, aye? as I say, he's got like a, he's got like a modest house and all that, and yeah, just what Sweeney described it, he seems like an alright bloke. For a multi billionaire, aye. That's the thing he says. He's, it's like he's just, he just knows how to do it, so he does it. Yeah. What about you, Neil? Do you know him? I've never heard of this cunt. Well, you know, you know it, it says right here that he's a tycoon, and I still don't understand what tycoon <laughs> means yet, so I'm bordering towards a uh, banger here. But I do, I like, just because what you said there, mate, about uh, him, he's, he. 
he's kind of like a dinosaur from the he doesn't want to touch technology I quite admire that I quite like that and the fact that he's made tons you know fuck technology I think he's good at that good on must him. be a drummer thing uh, I thought it was just because Tam was 90 must be a drummer thing so you all hate technology <laughs> no I mean to be fair I love technology I, I love technology because I understand it I get it I totally I mean it's dead easy for me to understand it but it's, I don't understand how people don't understand it but I guess it's just a language I guess but That's no sad. but the fact that he's been able to do that without it is you know in this day and age, I think it's pretty. I pretty doubt impressive. very highly he's made eighty-seven point five billion without using technology. Without emailing somebody, I doubt very highly that <laughs> he's got pigeons and stuff. Near eighty fucking seven point five billion without using a computer, I would I say. Aye. What about you, Merv? What's your take on him? I don't know much about him. I've, only, I've never heard them until tonight. Um, that if he's got buffet in his name, then <laughs> it's a saint. <laughs> saint for me. I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> the old Warren, cheese board Warren, Warren cheese board Warren Buffet <laughs> 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 you got a scran out of me if you're fine <laughs> Mel's a very simple man as long as he gets a fucking scran he's a happy man that's all you need <laughs> stick your 85.7 up your arse Warren as long as we've got sausage rolls and some edam on some crackers we're cool I like that I'm reading some of his stuff but he's fucking quite a he's a learned man put it like that He's got a lot of education. Oh, right, right. I learned, learned, right. Okay. Learned, man. Eh? Learned, right. Like, he's like, see, if I was born 500 years ago, he's like, I'd just get the, I'd just get the shit kicked at me. You know what I mean? Aye, he looks like born at the right time. I understand the numbers and I understand all of this stuff. And it just so happens that I'm in the right place um, at the right time. And I've, you know, I've been owning, you know, he's done his finance thing and he's, he's obviously swept up. But he's, money's not a driver for him. Oh, it's gone back into society and gone back into uh, things that are going to make make a better world type thing. So I quite like that. Then if he's like that, if he's like the Bill Gates thing, and he puts it all back into the world, I like that shit, man. Because see, if you're doing that, then you're definitely accountable in my eyes as being a good guy. If you're making all that money and then going, I'm going to shovel it back into good. Far fair play to you, man. He, he's the one that, that, that clubbed, I can't remember exactly what they're called, but he's clubbed them all together. <clears throat> all the, the wealthiest people in the world. Um, him and Bill Gates now do it and they say, you're never going to spend all this cash. So deploy it through these, you know, our charities and these things may target specific problems um, and try and let that thing eradicate polio. And, you know, there's a whole thing going on. Watch the Bill Gates uh, thing on Netflix. Um, about Bill Gates and I've seen it mate. I've seen it aye it's good I mean he's trying to you know like drainage simple things like Mm. that that, aye sewage aye I've seen that man that's incredible that that they can't invent something that will make it go through these like streets and stuff like that so they to invent something completely new I can't I'm paraphrasing Toilet, uh, the, the, I, uh, the the toilet that went up the way or something. Like that. I can't mind to, what uh, they done. I watched it that long ago, but it was about the sewage systems in Brazil or something, like that, and they had none in place. And then they, they actually to go and invent some. Cause somebody come in here. I can, have you seen it, Sweeney? You, you uh, know the, what I'm. So it's like that, you think about the infrastructure, like your your drainage and sewage systems, water, all of that. That's what because see, like Britain and the Western society, they've they've known how to. Uh, design that stuff and then implementing it's been here for years but a major thing is is that if you're shitting and it's fucking 
it's coming up and you're drinking water and it's like there's that's how like here you know, developments and everything like Scottish water all of that they're all over everything because it's like that infrastructure is key um, mm-hmm. because if you uh, human waste all of that stuff is if it mixes in with your you're drinking water and it, 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 you know, if it sits or lies anywhere, <coughs> it attacks, you know, all the germs that will kill us. Um, and it's such a key thing, but on developing companies like Africa and all that sort of thing, they've not got that drainage infrastructure. And um, that's how, you know, like the UK worked that out hundreds of years ago. And that's how cities grew and developed because of all of that. It's mental. Like, read into that. That's major. I can remember that bit specifically about that documentary. About they, they were in, and they, what you're talking about there, the guys were walking up down to the river where the drinking water was with bars of shite, mm-hmm. and they were just emptying it all into the water. And they were like, oh, these like guys that. are fucking taking the drinking water. And they were talking about putting the sanitary toilets in, but there was something to do with it. In fact, I can't even mind, so I'm not going to get into it. But they invented a toilet that was completely different. Bill Gates had a guy that went away and invented some. It was a way that it disposed of it. It, it used to go down the way because of gravity, but they used the pipework to go up the way or something like that, and then it burned it at the end or something, something along those lines. Yeah. Anyway, that's my fucking drunk, stoned memory of that <laughs> uh, documentary, to be perfectly honest with you. But it, looked, it was really good because I can remember looking at it going, that guy's got fucking billions in the bank, he's, if he switches on his Facebook, then everybody's going to be calling him a vaccinating cunt and all the rest of it because he's got the vaccines, but he's actually sitting in a, a meeting in the middle of Abu Dhabi trying to make sure that the toilets in Africa are going to be sanitary enough in 25 years time, when he's not even got to be fucking be here, know what I mean, so fair play to him and if that guy's the same, that Warren Buffett guy's the same, or Buffett <laughs> Guys, the same. Old cheese Buffett is the same. Now I need to spank. I need to pass this number two over to you, mate, because there's no fucking way I'm pronouncing this. I'm I think it's Gary Vaynerchuk. A deep. I think it's Gary Vaynerchuk. Right, Gary Vaynerchuk. Who are these people? I just seen a message for you earlier on. Like, I don't know any of these folk, and I was like, oh, I will, and I don't. <laughs> Who are they? Right, Gary Vaynerchuk. I, yeah. I, I think I've, I know you're talking about, but I couldn't tell you. Thing about him. He looks like um, Pee Wee Herman. So, I, I he's think a modern day business kind of. Was that a social media guy? Aye, proper he's social got, media he's guy. He's got three and a half million following on Facebook. Jesus, yeah. suffering. That's one more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Spanko, where did you get these guys for you reading stuff on business? No, I'm watching Why are you trying to better yourself? I, that means we can't I, fucking I, annoy you. <laughs> um. Don't know. I, 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 I think I'd be following him for a while. I stopped following him because it was he get he's quite intense. He's really intense. He looks it's, as if he's got a really weird haircut as well. He's almost a kind of he's a positive thinking guy, but but a bit more sweary, and he definitely deals <laughs> with negatives as well. So I don't think he's completely unrealistic. He's got a thing on his website that says how to quit your job professionally. Quite like that. Sounds good. He's all. He he called. He's seen things like um, he knew. He knew Instagram was going to be fucking massive way before anybody else and stuff like that. I hate Instagram, man. I hate Instagram. He's one of these guys. I'm no photogenic. Get that to fuck. I mean, he's like, this is where technology's going. This is what you need to do. Kind of go. He's one of those guys. Um, but he's a bit of a banger. So, <laughs> oh, is he been on Rogan or anything like this guy? Definitely been on Rogan. I, I. 
never seen him uh, either. I thought I've watched every single What's his, his uh, banger tendencies? Aye, Spanko. Spanko. Aye, where are these bangers? I don't know. They're usually slaying folk. I don't want to say he's a saint. I don't want to say he's a saint. I'm going to, I need to base my decision on what you're telling me because I don't know. So I will I never do that, Melf, as long as I live. I will never <laughs> base my decision on some Spanko's telling I think me. he gives good <laughs> advice then. So, I Saint, I've just changed that around. I think he does seem right, to give good advice. I'll go Saint as well then. <laughs> You'll not like him though. You'll not like him. The banger then, he's a fucking banger. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like that wee Sorry. right wing guy that's on Rogan a lot. You know, the wee squeaky voiced uh, guy that looks oh, like 16 year old. Oh, that fucking prick, you know who do you know mean with the slick about? back hair? Aye, you know aye. aye. Uh, Neil, what, do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? No, that's the first time I've laid eyes. You look as if you've got a suntan in your butt. Yeah, uh, well, I'd, I'm pretty hammered to be fair, aye. aye. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, aye, I'll banger, because I feel like I'm... I feel like I've not said banger in a long time, so... I know, it's good to say <laughs> it, I know, it's, it, feels, it feels that's better. That's a good enough thing. It, it feels better, yeah, it feels better. It He's not a tycoon either, I'll so... I'll go banger as well. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> what have you read, Sweeney? What have you read? What made the bangers come well, out there? What have I not read? Deputy Dive 2021, Ascent Summit 2021, No Bull Coin... Aye, sounds like a prick. ...brought to you by Circle... I mean, aye, look, getting to it, like, so but aye, some folk are just wild. Do you know that he's up, up and coming events uh, on the 6th of April are the NFT and future of the digital content economy brought to you by the circle? Banger! <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep half the way through that this morning. I know, mate, that's what I'm saying. Fucking banger. That guy's a banger. Total Double banger. It's the most classic content. I don't know, it's just like... I've never heard of him, Spanks, where are you pulling these guys? I thought, aye, he's quite famous. See, when you say it, I thought, I thought that who... Well, I thought in my mind that's who he's talking about, it is. But mm. I've no... It's maybe just too annoying. Like, I've maybe aye. watched five minutes of a YouTube video and went, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. I'll give him a barrel, but... Not an actual barrel, but I'll give him a barrel. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, Neil, what would you think of Big Jeff? Is, is he on Amazon? Oh, or he's on ah, Amazon. He's a paedophile, mate. He's a reptile paedophile. <laughs> he delivers well, he'll have children to be a bagger then. I can't can, can exactly <laughs> say he's a saint if that's, if that's what's happening. <laughs> I'll just be safe in case anyone hunts me down. He's a, clearly a bagger. Spanko, for Arlo thinks he's a banger. What about you, Spanko? Too much money, man, I. I hope he's doing good stuff with it as well. Probably not, but I working conditions in that aren't great. But he obviously knows how to make a buck or two. Clearly, I think he makes. I think I said this in episode four, but he makes twelve, twelve hundred dollars a second or something like that. But what, what he's actually done though, I think about, I think about actually what how big that company is. It's just fucking. Oh, it's unbelievable. Stagger man, stagger. But he's a fucking. He's a liar. Is he's, a, he's not even a banger. He's a liar. So see that shit, sign up for 70 quid a year and get your Amazon Prime for a start. Let me start on that, right? <laughs> so 70 bangers a year. 70 bangers a year is a lot of money to me. That's fucking two tavern gigs. Know what I mean? Well, one and a half. So I'm signing up for seven, one and a half tavern gigs a year to get my stuff delivered the next day. See if I go into that and it says Amazon Prime, I expect that to become the next day. See some of the shit you order, it's like three weeks later. Is it, do you always check that it's Prime though, mate? Needs to, All the time, need to make sure I, that it's prime. Spanko, it's me. I've got OCD more than you. 
Not I have to say it's pretty fucking uh, convenient. I've heard that I've heard that down there it's been it's been there that night. We got a Morrison shopman ordered at eleven AM on Sunday. In I stay in Glasgow. I stay in Morrison. Did you stay in f- there? Need to care. <laughs> 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 you're fucked out there. <laughs> you deserve what you get, you cunt. <laughs> Aye, it's convenient as fuck. And uh, Amazon Music and Prime, all including that. Prime it's is shit, mate. It's no Tell shite. me two things you watch in Prime Video. Right, fine. Apart from I've watched a, cut, I've watched a few stuff? films in Prime. What's what stuff? have you watched? Uh, Parasite. Parasite, Jeff. What are you saying, Sweeney? Sorry. I'm saying you don't get that as part of the Prime. The Vikings thing? Vikings. Aye, you do. You do, aye. aye but they've only, I think they've only got four series yet. Go up to, go up to Cumberland Man and just fucking that rocket launcher thing. Just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> What's it what? called? A mad place for a studio, isn't it? Aye. You see that? What's that? Are you- uh, uh, it's filmed in Cumbermall. That's right. Aye. Is that the one that we drive by all the time and use a lot? Is that, mm-hmm. is that that like one? Aye. A green yellow building, aye. Is that yeah. what they're filming that? Why? Fuck's sake, man. I film a few it's things, the there, worst aye. thing that's ever been created. A programme about Vikings? No, the, is is? no it's mere, I'm going to explain this to you, right? It's a Scottish clan programme that are time travellers. <laughs> So they can get back. <laughs> that says, in fact, I've got to stop there. That says enough. Fucking Neil's uh, brothers in it, man. Stop slagging it. <laughs> Sorry, Neil. Well, well he's, he's lots of extras in it, to be fair. <laughs> makes any difference. Neil, but it's still shit in it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's daft. It's daft as fuck. Laura loves it, but it's, it's daft. It sounds in. I mean, time travel. I'm always up for time travel. But, exactly. Um, <laughs> I'd would check it out. It's fucking shit. It's absolute shit, man. Time travel. It's fucking garbage, but see if it was l- realistic. Scottish time, I, I never thought I'd see the day there would be a Scottish time travel programme getting filmed in Cumbernauld. <laughs> 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 it's like 1978 earlier anyway, you know what I mean? So they're like, with their kilts on. All you need to do is go round the other way of the roundabout and you end up going through like a black hole in time. That's <laughs> why there's that many of them, it's like some sort of like UFO grid system. Mind the first couple of gigs we played with you, Neil, and we, we picked you up in Cumbernauld, didn't we? Aye, that's right, aye, aye. And that wee bit of the bike with us. I never knew. That's Outlander, mate. That's Outlander. They're all running about with claymores and shit up that part. Did he speak a Scottish accent in that? Oh, no, Sweeney. It's worse than Martin Compton on fucking Line of Duty. It's terrible, mate. It's terrible. Don't watch it. Scottish accent? Oh, it's like Mel Gibson and Braveheart Scottish accent stuff. Aye, see you, Jimmy. Aye, Highland accents. It's all Highland. They're on about like the fucking ginger wigs on and that. Know what I mean? It's terrible. Catch a monster. Women love it, but women absolutely love it. They do. They all fucking love it, man. It's a new take the high road. Know what I mean? It's just an internet thing. It's no. It's no any. Nah, it's just on Prime, aye. It's just on Prime. Prime, Prime alone, aye. You get it off internet, I'll send you it through the dark web now, mate, if you want, no? 
There's, there's many a penis in it, that's why. <laughs> there's many a penis. Many a penis. <laughs> Jeff got divorced, didn't he? He did. That's right. She only got 40 million. Aye, right. Ah. She only got 40 million. That's a sin. I feel fucking heart sorry for that woman. Doctor. I really do. How's she got to survive? How is that woman <laughs> going to fucking get her cocoa pop some more with that 40 million scabby pounds that she's got in her bank account? Know what I mean? I thought, she, I thought she'd get fucking... Oh, it was but billions, I'm saying 40 million, it was billions she probably got, she got half his fucking wealth, didn't she? Didn't she? Aye, she's 50-50, mate. That's why you should never... Well, you. how long have you stayed with Laura New Spanko? Uh, Jeff Bezos. 50%. 50% of all you own. See, your pink fridge, kiss goodbye to 50%. Don't own that anyway, it's <laughs> own fuck all, man. See, your wee mic there that you're talking through, 50% of that's Laura's. Right. 35 billion. That's what she got this morning. That's what she got. 35 billion? <laughs> Where is she tonight? <laughs> <laughs> is she on Tinder? <laughs> I think that's the problem. But see, if people never gave people 35 billion, Aye. they wouldn't need to get rid of 35 billion. Exactly. I mean, whatever amount of thousand what, dollars or whatever a second you were saying. That's incredible, it's like. Man. Isn't it right? Do you nah, know what I mean? It just, there's something far wrong if it's like that, and especially if his workers and that are getting shafted, do you know what I mean? Right. Which apparently is the case in these warehouses and that. I think that's what I've heard about Amazon. But nah, you're right, mate. I've seen the documentary that we're it's all too talking much about. Money. Aye, it's too People should, should make money. Money, sh- money, man. Uh, no, no cunt. And people should, exactly, they, people should be, have a business and gets, does really well and brilliant and, you know, make some money and that, but. Surely there needs to be a point. A limit. It's like the Fitba. Get some tax it? in it. If you look at the, the the Premier League now, they're trying to do the caps and the fair play, financial fair play and all that. But then does that bring capitalism down? Does that mean that you, you can't go and have all the money and get the best players? So there's a big worldwide argument going on the new for all of that. And I suppose we're talking about mm-hmm. it a lot tonight. You know, try to go out and be an entrepreneur. We're trying to do the band. We're trying to, Aye, that's trying to do the, the business stuff. The whole we're talking about that. that is, so it's uncapped. That's the way forward, yeah. though. But people should, like I say, people, entrepreneurs and businesses and all of that, it's amazing. You know, but it's, it's amazing stuff. People making stuff out of nothing and creating money for the economy. And that. it's, yep. it's great, but... It, this is all, these stop? guys are just a, this is a result of governments that won't tax actually put a dent in taxing and I, I suppose it just maybe the other thing is governments don't have the ability either don't physically have the ability or choose to, not to uh, these companies get so big that they, they employ fucking 50,000 folk in their country and things like that and it's like if if Amazon could go, well, nah, tell you that, we'll just pull it, we'll do this, we'll do that. So it's, it is a bit of short and curlies. It's definitely difficult. As well, but, like, I, your point, we have about taxation and everything like that. We have, is, like, Apple and that went through it, every, every big company, Google, and, can, but some of these mobs are, they can negate tax and the amount of, you know, the money and tax that we have to pay and, and stuff like that, there's, you know, we've got high-power lawyers and accountants and fucking your, your big boys trying to get, you know, work, work out ways how you can get rid of it. Um, I mean, I, it's, it's, a, it's almost like a game, but you're right, it's like the, the, the government need to squash down in that, but when you've got, you know, these boys, these accountancy firms and that that are... That are Finding out any loophole to, to try and get 
to try and get it tax diminished or distributed yeah. or um, even deferred in, in, in cases. Like, it's a minefield, it's a very, very complex thing, isn't it? It goes back to the core of communist, uh, sorry, communist or socialist environments and capitalist environments. So if you read the Animal well, that's, Farm that's book... Well, that's where I would... That's where I would say capitalism fails. Aye, absolutely. There is a lot of good things about capitalism, and you know, you can start a business or you can buy a house or X, Y, and Z. But when it gets to that point, then it's failing. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Because then if there's something's not, then it's just a really sparse. Everything's just one or takes all then, isn't it? It's every man for mm-hmm. themselves. And then when it becomes like that, your human instinct is, well, if I'm every man for themselves, I'm going to make the 87 billion and every country else can get nay billion. So we, we, they can all just starve to death and I'll no matter, I'll be sitting up my castle eating all the, the turkey of the day. So <coughs> where do you where do you split that? Where do you get human beings to go, do you know what, right, see if I earn 40 billion, I don't need that shit, I'm going to give you 20 so you can get to all the people that are fucking dying out in the streets and that. So where do you get to the point where you're able to tap into that? Where do you get capitalism to stop? And, well, no communism, but socialism to be a, a bit of that? No, I go into much of a tangent, but what you probably don't do is break away from groups of countries that are have to answer collectively to, each, you know, to, a, yeah. to these types of things, i.e. Europe. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a global issue. It's like fucking COVID's a global issue. Do you need to fight these things globally? But that's a whole different issue. I'm going off on a tangent, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say banger, banger for Jeff. Yeah, you're, you're better. Like if, if we are, if we are, if the fires on this podcast, we'll probably date better all together. Do you know what I mean? With five heats gone, how do we sort this problem out? Yeah. Instead, of one is just facing it. Yeah. So it's like a, there's. But it's all better together, I think it's been branded about, but it's like, um, you know... Wait, if wait a minute here, wait a minute, I'm not agreeing with that. Wait, no, wait, no, wait, better, better no, together, better. come no, no, no better together, but if, you, if you're if thinking, like, as it, a collective, you're, you're better, you're better off, generally. You know what I mean? That's that's how, like, we're saying about Europe and, and things like that, like, you know, it's... it's um, Aye, I think how I think how it's ran. You need to look at it more individually as well. So you you're absolutely right in what you're saying. See if you're collectively together as a human race, like a world human race, everything's fucking better. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely no argument in that. If everybody's on the same page, brilliant. But if you come down to be, you know, things like Britain or Brexit or yes or no or any of that kind of shit, if you look at it like what it is in reality, then you're looking at, you know, thousands of years of colonism and thousands of years of fucking barbaric shit that's coming on and thousands of years of people suffering and you just want to go, right, do you know what, we've done enough of that, let's try something different, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's made the argument for, let's separate that a wee bit. And I'm a nationalist, I'll say that, I'm a nationalist, I want Scotland to be a national, uh, an independent country, I voted yes. I would love them to be uh, separated from the United Kingdom. Always have done, always will do. But uh, I think you're right as well. You've got a point there for see if the whole world sat down one day and went, you know what, guys? We're on the fucking same page here. Let's do this and let's do it all together. Mm -hmm. Then I better together is definitely something that I would go for. No doubt about it. But see when you bring it down to individual stuff like we're living in, 
I think there's a lot more complex shit going on with that. That's two different questions, and I think Scotland, the general consensus is they would go back into Europe anyway, so still is that collectivism. Um, yeah. If, they, if Scotland did go independent, but for me, a lot of the reasons probably why Britain, like, why Brexit happened, I think a lot of the arguments by a lot of the people who count um, would have been for reasons of less regulation and more opportunities for people making billions yeah. on you know, like, unregulated. So boosting so, capitalism for that cause, if you like. I For the individual people, rather yeah. than... Because one of the good things about having a somewhat Europe is it, it does hold people to account a wee bit. It's the start of that, do you know what I mean? It's, it is like... Human right laws, working right laws. Aye, they can work, aye. Yeah. Burning games, all political action. I know, man, that could be a political there. Spanko just came back on, so we better just <laughs> finish this half, because he's going off his nut, not me. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Nobody wants to fight that cunt. Look at the size of him. <laughs> <laughs> and advertise. <laughs> Neil, you're looking a wee bit well on there, son. Have you enjoyed the podcast tonight? Aye. I have, actually. <laughs> I have. I have. <laughs> just, actually, I've been working that much that I'd just like to sit down. That's quite nice. You're a grafter, metal gay. I've seen, seen you at practice last week. You were looking buff as fuck. See, if I was gay, I would have honestly felt your arse. I'm no joke, man. You Nothing but buns of steel you would have felt, man. You're, mate, honestly, <laughs> you're like Outlander himself if he's a person. <laughs> Never mind your brother, you're like fucking Outlander yourself. Right, let's fucking wrap this up. Good fun. Thank you very much for coming on. Sweeney, it's been absolutely brilliant. So it's nice to be really here. appreciate your time, man. I know you're a busy man. No, brilliant, brilliant, been on. Good, good fun, good chat, good laugh. All good. Thanks very much for listening to the Carbon Copy COVID Curer podcast. We'll be back soon with another ill-informed chat-filled episode. Why not tell us what you think by email, inquiry at carboncopymusic.band or visit our website, carboncopymusic.band. And if you're feeling really generous and you haven't already, please give us a like on our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash carboncopy4 and even our Instagram, at carboncopyweddingband. Thanks again. No bangers were harmed during the makeup of this podcast. Carbon copy reserve the right more than anything they like, and they will. Thank you.